The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Each Saturday morning at 8.30, successful business leaders and entrepreneurs from across the Lowcountry talk about what it takes to succeed in business and in life. Now your hosts of Beyond the Business, Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood. And great Saturday morning, Low Country. Welcome to another edition of Beyond the Business. People you know, stories you don't. Thank you for joining us here on 94.3 WSC. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Cox, with the magnificent and Almost done Christmas shopping, Leslie Haywood. Ah, you're almost done, and <laughs> almost I've almost done. started. <laughs> so we're good. Yes, we're both in we're a good. very uh, familiar spot, right? Good. Well, I'm. I will be out of the stores when you go in them, so I'm making room for you. Just save me something. That's I'll all I ask. So thank you, Low Country, for sharing your Saturday morning with us, and to continue the fun beyond Saturday mornings, make sure and go to our Facebook page and like us on Beyond the Business, or talk to us on Twitter at BTBCH. Yes. So, Leslie, here we are in the home stretch of 2017. Hard oh to believe. We're down to uh, three shows left on the year. Oh, my gosh. And uh, for our listeners, uh, first of all, thanks for a great year and listening week in and week out and being faithful and listening to these amazing entrepreneurs that come on and tell these, um, you know, just uh, stories about what it's like to be in the trenches and run a business. Right, right, exactly. And are you, didn't, you keep telling me taxes are coming? It's year end, what? yeah. So tax planning is here. If you're an entrepreneur listening this morning or an individual and you're trying to figure out how to get the most out of uh, year-end tax planning, give us a call at 843-388-4300 at Coastal Wealth Management. We can help walk you through ideas of deferring income, uh, charitable contribution strategies, as well as other uh, tax mitigation opportunities like contributing to a, some sort of retirement plan. And just walk you through the options and make sure you don't miss out before 1231 gets here. Oh, so be it's here. here. It's time. Know. Oh, goodness gracious. So Speaking of time. Time. Who did we have? Wow. What a great story. Uh, last Saturday, if you didn't get the chance, by the way, to hear the first half of Chuck Crumpton, who is the president and CEO of MedPoint LLC, go to our website at CoastalWM.com and you will see right on the front page an icon that says radio. Click on that and listen to his podcast because that was a great story and led into what I'm looking forward to is a great second half today. I know. That was such a cliffhanger last week. I can't believe that we had to leave it there. Um, but Many takeaways. I, many takeaways. Give us uh, your favorite. Well, I loved my daughter's would love to hear that he had no curfew. And I'm talking about you like you're not here, Chuck, for a moment. But that was just so that it was kind of a light bulb moment. It didn't you know, your dad was like, I don't care what you do, uh, you know, at right. night, but you are going to be working the fields, working the tobacco farm up bright and early at 430. So you need right. to handle your business, right. which is uh, I, I thought that that was wonderful. And that fed into uh, Chuck, your work ethic from a very young age. And I thought that was a very inspirational part of the story. Mm. I liked him talking about him. I like that. Chuck. I know. I know. We're talking about you. We'll talk about you and bring you back in. <laughs> Chuck, when you mentioned about, you know, you, you kind of knew that in your DNA, you always had this a desire that you would uh, not work for someone else and create something different that would have an impact in society. But also when you mentioned um, about your story, and we can kind of backtrack on that when you were leaving corporate America and kind of jumping off that cliff that uh, you made a quote last week that said, if you take care of people, 
people, uh, and ultimately people will turn around and take care of you. Mm-hmm. And how true is that? Uh, that you never burn bridges, right. and relationships can circle throughout life and come back in many ways. And right. So uh, why don't we pick up where we kind of left off last week, and that was the beginning of your first entrepreneurial venture. Thank you, Eric. Um, I remember vividly uh, driving home that day where I walked away from the big job, right? Um, and I think last week we talked about, you know, pulling out a piece of paper and writing in all the people that you knew um, and just really just trying to figure out life. And, right, because and you had no backup plan. This was 1997. You've got big salary, two kids, a wife, everyone relying on you. Exactly. And, and you had been planning for months and months and months to make an exit. So this is overnight. You're thrown into the fire. Yeah, the exit strategy was to get off the right exit off of uh, Interstate 77 at Lake Norman. Uh, that was the exit strategy. But, um, you know, I, so I made the list. Um, you know, I thought about I had job offers. Um, I actually, to kind of go through my due diligence to make sure that I was making the right decision, I interviewed uh, with several companies, one in Columbia, actually, a large computer software company, went through the, the round of interviews and ultimately got to the CEO for the final interview. Uh, a very, uh, very distinguished uh, older gentleman walked into the conference room. He he indexed his fingers uh, and said, I have one question for you. And I said, OK, this is going to be easy. Uh-huh. And he said, have you had enough failure in your life? to understand what true success is. And I thought, wow, what a question. And I remember that question, and that was 1997, as if it were yesterday. And I pondered that question uh, through, you know, almost almost every week since then. But I knew at that point, uh, and I did get the job offer, uh, and it was a very nice job offer, but I knew at that point I had to do it on my own. So I started my company that I'd been in telecommunications, uh, data technology. I started a company that was uh, a permanent placement executive search firm uh, at a very high end level, you know, directors and VPs. And the company did very, very well. Uh, 98, uh, 99. And then 2000 came along and the dot com industry blew completely up. I had a 90% reduction in my revenue. Oh, my uh, gosh. From uh, 2000 to 2001. So, talk that up. Failure. Very yes. good. Yes. <laughs> You're yes. Get another notch on the belt. Yes. Uh, actually, I built a, a, a large custom built home in 2000, finished it in 2000 <sighs> based on that very nice income that I was making, uh, only to have a 90% reduction. My personal income went from 300 to 30. Oh. <gasps> Um, in less than a year. And I knew I had to do something different because I still had the same set of circumstances. And the the bills don't go away, right? They don't go away. And Duke Power will will not accept my love letter. Uh, (laughs) They really won't cash. Um, Except now I had a much larger mortgage because of a much larger home. Uh, But same scenario on a personal front. And so I did my research to look at a lot of different industries. I looked at legal. I looked at financial. Ultimately, decided on healthcare. Um, in the uh, it was it was really funny. I went from the fiftieth floor 
the Bank of America building office um, to my garage, um, which which had a little tool shed, and I took out the um, you know took out all the rakes and the shovels. It was eighty square feet with uh, with a little window air conditioner, and I I painted it so it would be palatial. And I put a mirror in it so it would give the illusion that it was a big office. Uh, I, w- I didn't have the opportunity to look down on the Panther Stadium, but I could look out in my backyard with my little window unit in the tool shed. And with my left hand, I would control the air conditioner. With my right hand, I would dial the phone. And to be honest, day one, probably day five, I was hoping and praying that nobody would pick up because I wasn't sure what I was going to say to them. But... You know, again, work ethic, you just do it, you make it happen, you put your head down, uh, you create, you, and I would stand up in my little tool shed, which when I stood up, I barely had room for my chair and myself, right? But you just do what you have to do, and you make it happen, and you overcome obstacles. Because I had three people uh, in the other side of, of my house that, again, really wanted to eat, um, so very fortunate, uh, started MedPoint in, uh, really late 2001, early 2002, uh, as a result of the whole dot-com industry blowing up. I knew it would be a, probably a five-year recovery. Uh, I didn't have five years of sustainable income to hold me over. So I had to do something different. Healthcare made the most sense. Um, so I started MedPoint, uh, we had, very early success. I think Fuji Medical uh, was one of our first clients. Um, they gave me a chance, and that's all I've ever asked for. Just give me a chance. Give me an opportunity. If I do what I say that I'm going to do or what I can do or what I believe I can do, then we'll have a good relationship. And if I don't, then you can kick my butt out the door. And But they gave me a, a chance, and we had good success. Um and that kind of launched the business, and we uh, we have a, a lot of large clients that have come along over the years, and you know we've done well. Um, we started the business with you know some of those principles really important to me: integrity, a very high integrity in terms of billing, um, but really a relational model. Right, healthcare is driven by standards and regulations. It's very technical. It's very legal. But what I wanted to do, my vision was to bring a high level of uh, of relationship, a relational model to a very technical industry. So we were very careful with everybody that we hired, um, and we communicated that to our clients. Give us an opportunity. I'll never, ever take advantage of you uh, in terms of you know purchase orders, and we get keys to the bank, and we just have extremely high integrity with our billing and accounting practices, and just we it's kind of business the old fashioned way. We do what we say we're going to do, and we've been very blessed as a result, uh, you know, over these years to have grown the business, and now we have people, you know, in different parts of the world, and it's been a good uh, it's been a good ride. We've well, got. And I will just say that success of our business is our people. Um, and I aimed, my goal was to hire people smarter and faster, uh, you know, than, 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 I, than I was. And 
that's not very hard to do, but we've got really, really, really good people. And it's our people that make the difference in our business every day. Well, just to give people uh, an idea of where you came from and where you are now, what is the difference? You were one person in a tool shed, and what is your company now? We have uh, right on 150 people mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the U.S., Canada, Europe, and Asia. And it, it's really grown over the years just responding to what our clients needed. Um, Johnson & Johnson is one of our you know, one of our large clients. And in 2007, they asked if we could help them from a global footprint with an international presence. So I literally went to Europe and Asia and hired people to do our work, uh, you know, in in those regions. And people might not know what exactly is that work? Like what is med? What is MedPoint? We do all areas of quality assurance and regulatory affairs and clinical strategies. So all of our clients are medical device companies and pharmaceutical companies. And we basically keep them out of trouble from a, from a a risk standpoint uh, with, as they build their, their drugs and devices, we make sure that they are living their life according to FDA uh, standards and ISO regulations around the world. Um, so it's a, it's a business again, that is highly technical, very specialized, but our goal from day one was just to bring that, that, uh, interpersonal, that, that human element to the industry. So consequently we've built very good relationships along the way because that's our objective is to do it right, to do our business right, uh, by the letter of the law, but to do it with people that you really like and trust to work with. And by the way, in case you're uh, wondering whose story and voice that we're listening to, it's that of Mr. Chuck Crumpton, who's the president and CEO of MedPoint LLC. And uh, Chuck, you speak so uh, eloquently about this beginning of your business. And I love a story like that where you're in a tool shed and you describe it, that it's challenging and difficult. And, you know, you have no idea where this thing's going to go. And you just persevered and you worked hard um, so much so that obviously the success you just mentioned of your business 18 years later uh, you also, I know this year you uh, recently spoke at the SC Bio Conference here with several other folks and at the CEO Healthcare Symposium in New York City back in February. Um, for our listeners today, whatever industry they may be uh, building a business around and in, what, um, what reflection over the last 18 years can you share in terms of maybe a decision you made that wasn't the best? Mm. And, uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. And um, maybe the advice you would give going forward to those who are at the front end of that Mm. proposition. Well, that's a great question, Eric. I would say this um, to anybody that is currently in an entrepreneurial role or thinking about it. I would bring and for me, it was in 2002, you know, with the family um, and a lot of financial obligations. It was really about survival. Right. But as I've grown, um, hopefully a little bit wiser today than in 2002, and hopefully that wisdom, you know, endeavor uh, continues right every day. But I I would say this, um, I think the more vulnerable and more transparent we are, the more that we can grow as individuals, that we can grow our businesses, that we can affect our industry and that we can recruit and retain great people. Um, 
I think I think whether it's a a, a five company or five person company or a fifty person company or a five hundred person company, right? I think what our people need, I think what our industry, whatever industry it is, what our clients need, I think they need transparency and honesty. And I, I will share something very personal if I could. Um, you know, completed, you know, this, this year of a very long, costly and painful divorce, um, which affected obviously every area of my life. But through that process, it taught me to be very open and honest, which I'm already, I was, that's who I am but to, to communicate transparently with the people in my life, uh, particularly my employees, mm. right? And they literally, through that journey, which is very painful, they carried me. They had my back. Um, they saw my pain. They experienced, you know, and, and we are... We have, a, we, we have a very good business. It's a multi-million dollar business uh, with a lot of responsibility. And when I, when I was not able to control all those areas of our business, and it went from me in the tool shed to now having a lot of people and a lot of zeros attached to what we do, I had to put ownership, control, faith, and trust, sometimes you know, people that were half my age, right? Um, because I couldn't do it all. And I had to rely on them. I had to depend on them. And through that process, my own personal evolution and the pain associated with that, our company has grown. I've grown as a person. Uh, my people have grown because they see someone that is vulnerable that's not bulletproof. And when I'd recently honored one of my uh, young ladies that, that, that works for me, five years of service, in a group setting, she said, you know, and she went around the room, you know, thanking a lot of people for the impact that they bring, right, uh, to, to her life. Uh, she looked at me and she said, Chuck, thank you for teaching me grace in the workplace, which... It's pretty darn powerful, right? Not not the technical ISO thirteen four eighty five standard or the FDA code of federal regulations, but she said, "Chuck, thanks for teaching me grace in the workplace." And I think if if I could have done anything different, I would have started that vulnerability in two thousand two, you know, versus two thousand twelve. And if we bring our people along with us and we bring our family and our friends and our clients along with us on that journey of life, business is a simple byproduct of the relationship. And, you know, it's a hard story to tell, but it's a story that affects me every day. So how can my DNA, how can my paradigm not be affected by that. Sure. So as my friend, my coworker, my client, I'm just going to bring you along on that journey with me. And damn it, we're going to live life together 
and we're going to win together, and you will see me for who I am. I'm speechless. Yeah, that's wow. pretty awesome. That is that and, is awesome that you have given your pain purpose, mm-hmm. and that and your employees have been there for you, and that's just oh an gosh. amazing an amazing story. Um, now that it, it sounds like you are on the other side of that journey, mm. um, what does what does the next five years look like for you and your company? Mm. Well, our our company continues to do well. I'm I'm very fortunate. We have great leadership. Um, I have a, a key person that really runs the day to day operations. Uh, Rich, I will give a shout out to you. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, he's my coworker and my friend, my confidant. But we have we have. We have great people that work for the company. I, I see the company continuing to grow. Uh, we're in a, a growth industry. Uh, you know, for me, um, I think uh, unless they kick me out, I will continue trying to bring value to my to my folks. Um, I have a uh, I have a real passion. I do a lot of public speaking now, um, and I have a, a passion to to bring that gift not only to our industry but really to you know to a national. Uh, global audience. Uh, I have a little kind of a pet project on the side, chuckcrumpton.com, which is not a commercial, by the way, but it's just a, it's a, a way for me to give back uh, and to empower individuals and organizations to be champions. So, you know, a lot of my talks today are some are technical, but a lot of them are just how do you how do you navigate life and business and how do you go to the next level? I know that sounds kind of trite and maybe overused, but how do, how do you grow personally and how do you affect other people to grow? And if, if we can do that as individuals and leaders of our families and organizations and relationships or whatever, then we can make the world a better place. We can make business better. Uh, we can make life better. And so I think as I head into the sunset of my life, I hope to be able to give back uh, through that service and that outreach. And what a great sentiment here, uh, what, nine days before Christmas to be sharing yes. about giving back. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I'm sure you have some folks who are listening this morning interested now, probably getting a lot of hits on ChuckCrompton.com uh, <laughs> this morning. So uh, awesome. go check that out while you're sitting there having your cup of coffee. Uh, and unfortunately, we're kind of winding down our time, Chuck. But uh, as our, our tagline goes, uh, people you know and stories you don't, you certainly have shared a lot today. Uh, but what else about uh, yourself that you might be able to share with our listeners, uh, maybe even some of the folks there at uh, at uh, headquarters with your company don't know about Chuck Crumpton? Is there a hobby you have? Is there a, a quirk or an experience you've had in life that uh, is interesting that you could share before we uh, sign off here today? Oh, wow. Well, at, uh, at 54... Um, Trying to stay in shape is a daily <laughs> endeavor. Um, I think, uh, and most of the people in my life know that I have to look at every morsel and evaluate and analyze. <laughs> um, I don't run every breadcrumb through clinical trials, but um, I, uh, I attempt to do CrossFit uh, most days, and I'm sort of the grandfather, the mascot, uh, I think, of the CrossFit gym. Uh, probably the oldest person in there, (laughs) you know, trying to hang with the 28 year olds, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's just, as Jimmy V says, never give up, never give up. Yeah. 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 
I, and never give up and scale when you have to. <laughs> I I have a little something I like to call the lightning round. Uh, we are running out of time. I can't believe we're running out of time, but I've got a couple of questions for you. I want you to answer as quickly and succinctly as possible. What's the best book you've ever read? Oh, my gosh. I would say Chasing Daylight. What's Who is the most influential person in your life? Dad, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, yes. The one of the things you are most proud of. My kids are great kids. Oh, that's awesome. I got two teenage daughters. I'm hoping I can say that. <laughs> I, will, I hope I can say that one day. You will. You uh, will. And the number one thing on your bucket list to do. Wow. I am terrified of heights. I would love to jump out of an airplane with a parachute. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, yeah, I never understood that. Why would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane? But <laughs> hey, whatever. Right? I've done it twice. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I love it. it twice. I've wow. done it twice. Good for you. <laughs> good stuff, uh, Chuck. And again, uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for your short uh, story. And as you mentioned uh, uh, along the way in this uh, story, thank you for your transparency. Mm. I think it's great for our listeners. It's great for the world of entrepreneurship. And we appreciate what you do. Absolutely. Thank you. Again, uh, Mr. Chuck Crumpton, President and CEO of MedPoint LLC. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Another show has come to an end here on Beyond the Business. But uh, please join us next Saturday morning uh, from 830 to 9 for another great story of entrepreneurship and um, getting ready for the holidays. So until then, uh, Low Country, have a great week. And Leslie, you want to round us out? Yes. Follow us on Facebook at Beyond the Business and on Twitter, BTBCHS. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for Beyond the Business, hosted by Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood, and heard exclusively on News Radio 94.3 WSC.